Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Bros Pod is, of course, brought to you by Bet Online. There might be less football being played, but Bet Online has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And with the new year comes a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. And it's not just football. Bet Online's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another version of uh, Bill Roden on Sports. Uh, as you can tell, in an undisclosed location uh, in Harlem, USA, here's the sirens. And, uh, you know, a lot to uh, talk about. We're on the, uh, we're about nine days away from uh, the Super Bowl. So that'll be, I guess, very exciting. I don't know. Uh, I asked my friend and co-host, Jamal Murphy, are you excited, Murph? I'm a, I'm a little less excited about the Super Bowl after uh, the latest turn of events as far as, uh, you know, obviously the Brian Flores news and uh, the coaching hires and all that. Um, you know, I'm not, I haven't even really thought about the Super Bowl, to tell you the truth. Hmm. I thought you were going to say after the, after the Washington football team named itself the Commanders. Oh yeah, that that that's great. Uh, love, no, I mean, yeah, I'm not really feeling that nickname either. Yeah, well, you know, sure. After you've heard it for the yeah. past five years, yeah, like anything else, you just yeah, well, the commanders, you know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, particularly if they win, man, those commanders really <laughs> in command. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, yeah, there, there, there are a lot of terrible names that we just get used to. They need a commander, you know. You just, <laughs> all, all kind of headlines. Yeah, commanders in. Uh, you know, if they play Kansas City, those be commanders and Chiefs. Right. So anyway, um, yeah, but the big news, obviously, for the last few days was uh, former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores kind of shocked a lot of people by suing the National Football League uh, as a class action suit. I'm not sure how far that's going to go, but I know it shocked a lot of people that um, Flores would, uh, you know, who spent three years in Miami before being fired. Some people say, you know, unfairly. Um, And then he he basically sued the NFL for systematic racism in his hiring practices of black coaches. Uh, Yeah, I was a little surprised. What about you? You know, you know Flores. I mean, he was a former, like you, a uh, 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 poly prep, right. a poly prep grad. Um, right. What What did you make of it? Were you surprised by it? Yeah, I was. I was pretty much shocked. Yeah, I was shocked. 
Um, I didn't expect, you know, first of all, we've never seen this before. We've never seen any coach uh, take, you know, go to battle with the NFL legally over hiring practices. We haven't seen that period. So I was shocked that any coach, you know, would, would try that. Not, not to say that I disagree, but I'm shocked, you know, you're shocked to hear that someone would go that route. And especially I was even more shocked that it was uh, Flores because he was one of those guys who I thought might get another chance. Um, that he was still in the running. You know, I just, you know, before he, right before the news broke, I had just heard people saying, oh, he's he's a finalist in te with Texas or he's a finalist with the Saints. You know, and, not, and again, not to say I expected him to get one of those jobs, but I thought it was possible. Um, so yeah, w w for him to just, you know, jump off the roof, as they say, and, uh, and, and sue the NFL for hiring practices I was definitely very surprised, but I think obviously I have his back. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you're right. He, I, I guess I mixed reports that he told a couple teams he was interviewing that the suit was about to jump off. Mm. Um, you know, but, you know, it has really stopped the, the hiring, the white hiring cycle, you know, Jacksonville, uh, hired Doug Peterson, and uh, the rumor is that uh, Minnesota, the Vikings, are going to hire uh, the former or the offensive coordinator for the Rams, right? Who, who is white? Um, so that leaves Houston, and I guess uh, Miami. And I guess I, I would not be shocked if uh, Miami hired a black head coach. But you know, <laughs> these guys, you know, would would that be irony? Right. Uh, and then, but, and then, and then, ask him to tink. Yeah, ask him. To tink. <laughs> yeah. We'll only hire you on the on the condition that you that you only win like six games. Right. Or, or maybe they, when he's smart, he should build the six hundred thousand dollars into the cap. You know, call it a bonus. Right. We'll give you a signing bonus of eight hundred thousand dollars. That's how much. That's how many games we expect you to tank. Right. All, off the record. Yeah. Yeah. Off the books. <laughs> yeah, man. That's unbelievable. You know, it's unbelievable. Did you read through the uh, through the complaint? You being being an attorney, did you? Yeah, yes, I read. I read through the complaint. Um, I can't say. You know, I can't say I was all that impressed with the complaint. Um, and may and and I, and I say that just in terms of um, the strength of the case or the strength of the case they presented and the way they went about it. Um, because it seemed it, it read to me more like a, a, a think piece or an article rather than than a, than a than a strict legal complaint. You know, they had the they had the um, the quote from Martin Luther King. Right. I don't think I've ever seen that. My wife has said she's seen it, but because she's been you know she's been a clerk, so she she sees everything. Right. She's seen right. all kind of complaints, so she's seen that before. But not from winning, not usually from winning cases. <laughs> usually, when you have a winning case, you stick to the you stick to the facts and and, yeah. and keep it simple as simple as possible. I had to read, you know, I think it was I think it was uh, paragraph fourteen before they even started talking about the facts. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. So that was interesting to me. But then, you know, I I think you know then you see Flores, uh, you know, doing a lot of media, uh, which so, is unusual, I guess. Right. Right. So I guess that that probably I mean, to give the lawyers, you know, I'm sure they had a plan. I guess their plan was 
um, that they knew it was going to be a tough case and that they wanted to take it to the court of public opinion uh, to put to put some sort of pressure on the NFL as much pressure as they could from from the outside. Um, so I, I guess that that was their strategy. Um, and we'll we'll see. We'll see if it works. I mean, legally and it's not even just I think I think he has a case. Right. I'm, I'm not not strictly legal, but I think in general, he has a case. Obviously, there's no question that he's being discriminated against, that that black coaches have been discriminated against. I mean, it's the most obvious thing in the world. But, you know, all these discrimination cases in any in any uh, profession are extremely tough to prove. And, and, that, and that's on purpose. That's intentional. That's that's the Supreme Court. Most recently in 2020, they made it even tougher they were to where you have to, where section uh, 1981, um, you have to prove not only that that race played a factor in in you being denied for a job, you have to show that it was the factor. Right. Like it was, there was nothing else that they that they uh, looked at that prevented you from that they took into account that prevented you from getting the job, and that's almost impossible to prove, and they know that. So the system is against is against us. And you know, in all in all walks of life here, so um, it's it's always a tough case to win those discrimination cases. And like I said, that's that's done intentionally. Um, so again, maybe you know, maybe that's what his his lawyers were thinking in terms of we got to make this some sort of public appeal. Wow. Yeah, I mean, do you think that um, if you read everything, how how strong is this case? I mean, even the Buffalo thing that seems to be the thing that you know, one of the biggest smoking guns that Bill Belichick uh, congratulated him, thinking he was congratulating Brian uh, Daybold two days before Brian Flores' interview. But do you think, you see now the NFL, everybody's putting out statements now. Right. The Denver Broncos, uh, the, you know, NFL, the New York Giants. Uh, do you think, um, you know, more thought about it, all, all the all the Giants have to do is say he was mistaken or something. <laughs> But it, it, you know, uh, what, what do you think? I mean, uh, is that and the hundred dollar, hundred thousand dollars he supposedly received, or 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 was, or was uh, asked to, in other words, he was asked to tank games, right. and the owner, according to Flores, was going to pay him a hundred thousand dollars per tank game. Right. Um, how strong are those two things? Yeah, I I don't think they're really. I mean, just legally speaking. Like in terms of winning the case, I don't think it's it, they're all that strong. Um, I think in terms of reality, in terms of like like uh, level-headed people figuring out what really happened, I think that you know that that continues to show us that there's discrimination. But on but legally, no, I don't think it's that strong because let's let's look at the at the Buffalo thing. You're right. First of all, they can say you know what does Bill Belichick know? I mean, he he doesn't work for the he doesn't work for us. He doesn't work, you know. He doesn't work for the Giants. He doesn't work for Buffalo. He say, he's saying what he thought or what he heard. Uh, he could have heard wrong, <laughs> you know. But also on top of that, he's he's telling you, he's saying that that they made the decision before you interviewed, not before they interviewed any, right, before, any minority. Right. And from some reports I've heard that they might have talked to a Leslie Frazier or some, or some other Black uh, applicant. Maybe they did. Maybe they did a cursory interview. I even heard that they might've done a cursory interview with uh, Flores previously, you know, mm. that they were on a Zoom um, a few weeks before, before they had the official interview. So 
yeah, I don't think it really proves much there. And as and as for the the uh, you know being told he was going to get a hundred thousand dollars per per loss, I don't even know if that goes directly to the to the suit. Um, you know, all these things are like circumstantial evidence where, you know, if you, if you have, if you put all together all this circumstantial evidence, you can come to a conclusion, but that's, that's not even how these cases are. These like these civil rights cases or these, uh, these discrimination cases work. If it was a criminal case, you can decide a criminal case on circumstantial evidence, but not these cases. You need real, real hard evidence and he doesn't have it. And, and even, and, and separately the $100,000 claim, you know, I hope, I hope he was recording it. I hope he, you know, right. I hope he had his cell phone on record or something because what's what's the proof? I believe him, but what's the proof? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all these just says, well, I didn't say that. Right. You know, yes, you did. Well, prove it. <laughs> right. You know. I mean, I look at all these guys. Elway came out, said, "Oh, what do you mean? I, I took his, I took his uh, I took interview seriously. seriously." To me, you know, all these defense, all these defenses are: you're going to believe me or the black guy? Yeah. That, that's how I see these defenses so far. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and you know, you can hear. A lot of people in in uh, in our profession, uh, not everybody, but a lot just kind of wishing we could just move on. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. Like, can we Super, just talk? Like you said, Super Bowl is coming. Right. Yeah. Can we just get on with this? Right. You know. Um, and the fact that this this Super Bowl, like the last couple, uh, well, at least uh, the last you know last year, it was going to be all virtual. So the idea of you know being able to slide up to players and kind of talk them off the record. Because to me, it's, it's issue still about the black players mm. speaking up. Because a lot of these guys, not necessarily the stars, but a lot of these guys want to stay in the business. They want to coach. Right. Many of these guys would love to one day be head coaches. Right. And if I'm like them, I'm like thinking, shit, man, these guys are like saying that this is reserved for my white counterpart. You know, I'll be an all pro or I'll be, you know, playing in the league for eight, nine years. And when I get done playing, I'm destined just to be a position coach. Right. You know, um, so you think that some players would have a vested interest in speaking up. And maybe they will. You know, may maybe they will. Um, you know. Well, I saw, I saw Tyrone Math Matthew, uh, yeah, right. Honey Badger, said something today at the, at the Pro Bowl, I guess. Uh, everybody's out in um, – Las Vegas for the pro for the Pro Bowl, and they caught up with him. And he's always been pretty outspoken at times. He's one guy I would love to talk to. Um, just you know, he he's he praised Eric Bieniemy a couple of years ago. I remember, you know, when they won the Super Bowl, he he was out there saying that Bieniemy, like he couldn't believe he wasn't he hadn't gotten a, an interview then two years ago. Um, so he's always been upfront, and he and he says that you know he supports Flores. I think in terms of positives from the Flores. Uh, lawsuit. I think that's the, those are the positives that he has at least received public um, public support from. You know, well, has he received he legal support? Like he, nobody's really joining the class action. I know, but, he, but but he's seen, but he's seen at least public support from most players that I've that I've seen make statements. Who else said anything? I just heard of well, ex, ex players. You know, ESPN. Most of the ex players are saying, even white and black, are saying that. Um, you know, that they agree with him. Everybody's saying he's, you know, he's, he's a stand-up guy. Uh, you know, he's a very honest guy. That's why I'm not buying that any of this is a lie. Like, nope, that's not his, right. he's not known as that. He's known as right, like, the uh, most that, straightforward the, guy there is. Yeah, that sounds pretty specific. 
you yeah. know, a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. but like you said, if you talk about the law, you yeah. know, the it has to be a higher burden of proof than that. Right. And that's what I'm, and I really do think his, I mean, his lawyers, you know, good lawyers, they, they represented uh, Weinstein victims. So they, they have experience. So it's not, you know, it's sure not they, a white firm, by the way. Yeah, I don't think so, they got Oh yeah, I saw that. Which is which was all which also bothered me about the way they wrote the complaint. You know, I think they I think I think they owe you they owe you some uh, royalties or something because they they talked about you know the NFL being a plantation right, right. and all this kind of stuff. You know, they kind of took things that have been said for years um, and and like I said, made it into almost like an article. Um, right, it was. You know, you're right. More than know, a yeah. So. And then when you know I find out that that's a white law firm, you know, it made me think a little bit about that. But um, yeah. you know, so but I but, but like I said, they have put them out there in front of the media and all this kind of stuff. Um, so maybe I'm you know I'm sure they they know what they're doing as far as that goes. That they that they know this is probably more of a case of public opinion. It, it, does he have a dilemma? Let's say he's offered the Houston job. Uh, does he have a is the dilemma is he hurt if he takes the job? I wouldn't think so. In fact, I, that was one of the questions I had about this case too, because he was, you know, this this thing comes out, you know, whatever it was Tuesday, I think, um, and he and today's Friday, I think it came out Tuesday, and he and like I said, I had just heard he was in the running for the Houston gig and the New Orleans gig. And they come out with this. Remember that it's the first day. It was it was it was February first, the first day of Black History Month, right? And they and they mentioned that in in the complaint. I think somewhere in the complaint they say this is on the first day of of Black History Month. We got to do something like something crazy. So I'm wondering if that was if that was the plan, no matter what, because he was still under consideration for these other jobs. And when you think about it, he let's say he got. Let's say he got the Houston job. Like say, let's say he didn't come out. He didn't come out with this lawsuit yet, and he gets the Houston job or he gets the Saint job. If he truly, in his heart, you know, still wanted to file the complaint, he could have done it after he got the job, and he would have been. And they could not fire him. You know what I mean? Like he would have been more protected because they, it would be looked at as retaliation. You know, he, like once he he already has a job. And then he files suit on on the NFL. You can't fire him after that. So he could have he could have secured a job first, or at least just seen if he was going to get a job. But instead, he he kind of just, for, you know, mo most likely he he doesn't get one of those jobs. So that was weird to me that he didn't let the process play out. And if he really wanted, and if he really had you know wanted to file suit, he could have done that in a more comfortable space. You mean? He should have Flores before he dropped the hammer. He should have gone through all of his interviews. Yeah, because and like and like I said, even if he gets a job, he can still if if you have a problem. If, I mean, if if the Giants did something illegal, if the NFL did something illegal, if Denver did something illegal, if Miami did something illegal, you can you, he still could have brought this lawsuit while having a job that they cannot fire and they cannot fire you because you filed suit. That's, that's, that's clear retaliation. So yeah. he's, he would have been even more protected. Well, so why do you think he just, why do you think he just, you're saying this could have been an emotion for a while. Maybe he didn't think he was going to get any jobs. 
No, that, that's fair. That's fair. Maybe he knew I ain't getting these jobs. Like, who, <laughs> right. who, who, who are they kidding? Like, right. all this stuff is a sham. You know, right. he might have felt like that. That's fine. I get that. Um, and, he, you know, he probably knows better than, than all of us. Uh, you know, personally, I just felt like there's an outside chance he gets one of those jobs. But, you know, either he didn't want it or he didn't think he was going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, we haven't spoken for a while. Meanwhile, there's a game. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm just wondering who's the last white wide receiver to be the MVP <laughs> of a Super Bowl? I'm not talking about the other year. I'm not talking about this little slot receiver, uh, mm. you know, who's, who's uh, Welker. Welker. No, no, well, not, not Welker. The other one. Not Welker. Uh, a couple uh, years ago. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. With the beard and all that. Forget it. Yeah, I can't yeah, think yeah. of his name. Let me, let me Google it. <laughs> but, but he was, yeah, I know. But he was a slot receiver. Yeah. I'm talking about like a bona fide, you know, like deep route running, route running, wide receiver. Edelman. 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 Yes, Edelman. Edelman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Edelman was a slot receiver. It was MVP. You know, right. he was MVP of that game. Right. Uh, I'm talking about like when was the last time you had like a, a white wide receiver, you know. I mean, it's the, uh, that's, that's before my time. Yeah, sure. yeah, I, yeah. Like, who, who, who's the guy, the great wide receiver for, for the Raiders? Oh, um, yeah, Fred Blitnikoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, did he win a Super Bowl MVP? I know he had some highlights. Yeah, he had a lot of highlights. Now. <laughs> yeah, Blitnikoff was a bad boy. No right. question about it. He was a bad right. boy. Right. Uh, but, I mean, that's a long time. <laughs> that's a long time. So, I'm thinking not only do we do they not do we not get any head coaches, now they're going to start encroaching on our territory <laughs> on the field. So y'all – we're taking wide receiver, but we're taking this game back. That's right. We're taking this shit back. Next right. year, you're going to have, like, running back. They tried to do it with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, yep. you know, next, next two years, our goal is to have, like, about 10 white running backs, you know, <laughs> be all pro. And then, then we're going to get, like, a couple defensive backs, right. you know. Right. We'll show you. <laughs> yeah. that, that sounds very NFL for sure. You know, yeah. the NFL, you know, they just, you know, they're not, you can't force them to do anything. You know, they, they're just, I think the more, the more we, you complain, the more they dig in. Right. Right. Well, this, this whole thing smacks of resistance. Yeah. Well, these mothers said, you know, you know, this is my, this is my, you, you, you know, you Negroes can't tell me what, what did the guy McNair say? You can't let the inmates run, run the <laughs> asylum. Right. Yeah. Right. So, exactly. We, you just, you just use the inmates, you know? Yeah. What I'm about to say might shock you, but the greatest quarterback of all time is not just a GOAT on the field. He's a GOAT when it comes to investing, too. He invests in stocks, crypto, and even art. Now you can invest like the GOAT with Masterworks. Masterworks is the investing platform that lets you buy shares representing an investment in art from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol. Art pieces actually outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% from 1992 to 2021. In fact, early investors already received over 30% IRR in 2020 and 2021 from the sale of just two paintings. This is your opportunity to join 300,000 other members and invest like the GOAT. Plus, you can get priority access with our game day promo. Go to masterworks.art slash believe. That's masterworks.art slash B-L-E-A-V. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. 
What do you, what do you think about the uh, uh, are you excited about the matchup? Uh, the Rams and and the the Bengals. Uh, you know, people talk about how fresh it is. Some, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, not. I'm not overly excited about about the matchup. Um, what one good thing about the Flores situation is that I didn't have to. It, it kind of shortened the time period I had to hear about all the Joe Burrow hype. I know um, because that was just driving me crazy, and I like Joe Burrow. I mean, but you know, it's just that you know, all of a sudden he's he's the cool. Joe Cool. Joe Cool, yeah. You know, sunglasses with the gold chain and bad white boy and all this stuff. Like I said, I like him, but, you know, it's just too much. I just can't take it. You know, it's just that, like that, just, that, the ultimate great happens. white hope thing is back again, you know? It always happens. I mean, it doesn't take anything. All of a sudden, just, I mean, it takes like very little, right. you know? And now I'm thinking with Burrow and Cooper Cup. I'm like, Jesus Christ, uh, man. Yeah. You know, and then Matt Stafford. It's like too much. Yeah, you know. and the way Mahomes went out was a bummer to me personally. Just like right. you know, he he did he played terribly that second half. I mean, absolutely terribly in the second half. I mean, Joe Burrow he threw for two hundred fifty yards. Uh, you know, had a you know, two touchdowns and a pick. That's just pedestrian, you know. Right. And they making it seem like this dude was Joe Montana, right? You know, right? So yeah, you know. So yeah, I mean. I think I think the matchup it'll be a, I think it'll be a good game. I think I don't think the Rams are that good, and I don't think you know, so. I don't think they're that much better than the Bengals. I think it, the Bengals the the Rams aren't much. Aren't, I don't think they're much better than the Chiefs or any better maybe. So I think it'll be a good game. Um, but you know, it's, it's Super Bowl. It's an event. It's a holiday. Well, yeah. I mean, it's almost. I mean, as good as the playoffs were, it's going to take a lot for this game right to to be better. Was there an overtime game? Has there been an overtime game yet in the Super Bowl? Oh, in the Super Bowl. There must have been. I'm not sure. I'm wondering. I always keep thinking about that. That when, you know, Will there be a, a Super Bowl overtime game? You know, where, I mean, if this game, if the, if the Buffalo-Kansas City game were like in the Super Bowl, oh, you know, right. it would be called the greatest of all time. Right. Back and forth, back and forth. And then, you know, having to go, over, you know, go into uh, overtime. And then, you know, do you like the overtime rule? I don't. I don't mind it. You know, I th I think it's it's probably it's better than it used to be in terms of, uh, you know, you could just go down and kick a field goal. But even then, I never used to complain about overtimes. It, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I I don't. I mean, the college one is just too much. You know, it's just like the game never ends. Right. So right. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah, like everybody they in college, you get the, everybody gets the ball at the thirty five or something like that, and if you know you. You go until the other the other team doesn't score, type of deal. Um, right, we'll be here all night. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't mind it, and I, I agree with the people who say you know defense is part of the game too. Just because you don't get the ball, I mean defense is part of the game. You got to make a stop some point in the game. But we, so, in other words, you still got shot if you play defense and doesn't make them kick a field goal. Yeah, you can still win. Right, and remember back you know back in the day you didn't have you know you had to stop them from kicking a field goal. Right. But I guess it makes sense with, with the way they've changed the rules to make it so much easier to pass down the field. So it's it's really hard nowadays to stop them from getting into field goal range. Where these guys are like knocking out 63-yard field goals. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, I mean, as soon as you pass <laughs> midfield, you're in range. Right. That's true, too. That's true. I, I wonder if they're going to like move the goalposts back. Now, they have to wait till they're black field goal kickers for them to do that. <laughs> Trust me. Once oh, the black field goal leg, kickers, the thighs are too big. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
we got to narrow, narrow, narrow the goal. <laughs> oh, it's not fair anymore. That's not right. fair. It's not fair. Unnatural advantage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Um, what else? Any anything excite you in the NBA at all? I can't really focus on, on, uh, you know, on on. It's kind of at the corner of my eye. There was a big blockbuster trade today. I guess Bledsoe. Where's Eric Bledsoe? Oh yeah, yeah. For the for the Clippers. That's what. I, so oh, the, the Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers. I mean, the Clippers got some guys. The Clippers got better. You know, Ty Lue can coach. Ty Lue is a good. We saw that. We saw that right in uh, last yeah. playoffs. That he's a legit, you know, big time coach, and he has the Clippers who who haven't had. Kawhi Leonard all year. They, they haven't had Paul George in a long time. And he's got a bunch of guys we, we barely have heard of. And they they have a better record than the Lakers mm. right now. So the, that's where the Lakers messed up. They should have hired Lou. You know? Right. And LeBron, he he knows Lou. So I don't know, you know, who knows what, what the story was there. Uh, but Ty Lou is a great coach. And he ended up so he ends up getting uh he ends up getting Covington and Powell from from uh, Portland, who are who are very good role players, you give that to Lou. He might he might, he might win right. a series with that without right. still without Kawhi and Paul George. Right. So, right. you know that, that's that's interesting. I mean, the thing that sticks out to me about the NBA, the thing I'm thinking about now is the Nets um, and how and how they're you know it's basically a joke mm-hmm. and how they're not going to win anything, and you still got you know you got and we should I should have known that you know and you can't you're not going to win anything with a guy playing half the games. Um, you know, and 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 saying he's going to do that in the playoffs, and now you see it's a, it's affected Harden to the point where you, I think he he's he's mailing it in, like ah, right, this, I'm I, done. I got to play with this guy. He gets to play half the games and right. whatever. Yeah, and Harden, Harden, Harden wasn't playing well anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, basically, it's still a one man team. It's 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 KD, and, it's, and KD made the choice right to go to follow Ky- Kyrie, and and, that's, and then he said, "What the hell am I doing following this guy?" Oh my! Oh, yep. I know this is kind of a, a special, quick edition. Uh, uh, I guess two things you, you mentioned earlier uh, when I asked you were you excited about this. The problem is the ratings. So I there remember there are a lot of black folks who said they weren't going to they were going to stop watching the NFL after Kaepernick. Right. And they're they're back. And now <laughs> you know uh, these great playoffs, and they're back. You know, right. you know. Um, I'm not sure what you could do. That's why I know you don't think the suit is very strong, but that's the only recourse you have. It, it, you yeah. can't talk it. You got to sue them. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I thought about that. I mean, when, when the whole suit went down and I'm like, should I even watch the Super Bowl? I mean, for me, it's, it's so, it, you know, I'm like a, a absolute sports fanatic. So, um, but I mean, uh, you know, it's something that, it's something to think about. But you're right. Yeah. I mean, they 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 know that people are going to watch anyway. We've seen it, you know. Um, and even let's say all the black people didn't watch. What does that is that a big enough dent if all the if, yeah. if all yeah. white people I do mean, watch? Yeah, I mean, what is a dent? What would cause a dent? The only thing to cause a dent if the guy didn't play. Right. That's right. the only that's, thing that would cause a dent. So that I mean, it's like you say. That's that's the that's the key. The players they have they have the power. I don't even think they realize it, but they have they have all that. Could you, power. could you imagine what would happen? I mean, could you even imagine what would happen if the brothers on the Raiders and on the Bengals all decided Jamar Chase, Aaron Donald, 
all those guys decided that either they were not going to play or that they were going to do something before the game, some show or something, just to, like, embarrass the league, to, to like, lick arms or, or something, you know. Take a knee again. Yeah. They, yeah, you know, yeah they, hate, they hated the knee. They hated the knee. They hate that. And they do that in the Super Bowl. They say, oh, my God, you know, here they go. And then Snoop, oh, Snoop, tell them, tell them to get up, Snoop. <laughs> well, that, that that's interesting because – because the uh, the halftime show, those guys might actually say something, you know, like uh, Kendrick Lamar and Snoop. They, I mean, they're not playing. They, don't, you know, they don't care. But they, they actually might say something or make make some sort of statement. You never know. Um, you're right. If they did something, that would be. It could be powerful. But you know, I thought, like like you said, if they didn't play, or if they at least threatened to not play, you know, like the 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 Bill Russell thing. Uh, you know, didn't he do that in All Star Game? Yeah, yeah. They they weren't gonna play. Yeah. So if they, they did something like that, man, that you thought, I mean, there might, there, there'd be like riots. There would be riots. It'd, yeah, it'd be another January 6th out here in, in different cities. Boo, <laughs> there'd be boo. Yeah. There'd be so many bars <laughs> torn up. It would, it would be crazy. The fucking guys, I got them on my fucking fantasy team. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, yeah, something, I mean, it, it is, it, it's, it's, it's on the players. And I know it's not fair. When you think you know, because the players always ask, "I go, why are you asking us to do something? What, what, you guys can't stop watching, you know." But I think you know, the, it is the it is the star players, the big time players who are mostly black. You talk about seventy percent of the league is black. What percentage of the star players are black? Like higher than that, higher than seventy percent probably. So, um, I mean, that's that's something that that's probably you know that that's that, that's where the power lies that I can think of. Yeah. Um, and you know, with the coach, we talk about the coaches and whether they join the suit and we know, you know, their livelihood depends on, you know, staying in the league and, and, and continuing to coach, you know, it's not, and that's, it's not like a regular job where, you know, you could maybe go into another profession, you know, you sue your, someone in your profession, you can go into another profession. If all you know is football, your, your entire passion on top of that is football. That that's really tough to to put all that on the line when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a lot. I mean, we always say that, but that is a lot to ask people to, knowing that they're gonna, knowing that you're basically going to end your career. Right. You know, unless it's it's a group deal. Well, even if it's a group deal, they'll pick off. Right, right. <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll pick off who they got to pick off. Right, they'll, just to teach you a lesson. Yeah, they'll, they'll send the message. If we can't do without you, then we won't do without you. Right. But if we can do without you, we'll do without you. Yeah, they'll pick every like if it was a bunch like if, if a whole bunch of players protested. Let's say you had Lamar Jackson, uh, Mahomes. You had some. Say you had a couple. You had Burrow. Maybe he he's down for the cause. Burrow or something like that. And then yeah. on top of that, you had some like you know linebackers who played half the time and. You know, some backup running backs who also joined. Those guys would be picked off. Yeah, those guys would be done. <laughs> They'd be done. You know, uh, but you know, we talk about the Zeeks, the uh, right. you know, you know. Then you, yeah, you know, if there was some support from white guys, right? You know, who protested too. Right. Um, that's really the only, the only thing. But even if there was during the. Uh, 
during this week coming up, if there was even a hint of that, right. even a hint that that might happen. Yeah, even a threat. Something. Yeah, these guys would like scramble and you know go talk to everybody and you know what can we do? Maybe even fire some of the white coaches they already hired. You know, we're gonna fire you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We know we know these guys are average, but we'll fire them. Okay, fine. Yeah. That's right. Because I mean, it's just. We talked. We talked about this last time. Like it's such. It's like uh, I, I. I tweeted it today. I said the NFL is basically the how the it's basically America when it's when Republicans are running things, right? right. Like it's the same thing. Like you know. You know what I'm saying? Like like they don't care. Um, there, there's no justice. You know that. You know. Forget about affirmative action and all that stuff. Even though you know we know the biggest affirmative action ever is is was beneficial to the white men throughout throughout right. history. We know that. Like it's all obvious. They try to get us not to see what's what's right in front of our face. But I mean, it's just it's just crazy. You look at look at look at who the Bills hired. They hired an offensive coordinator, no name a no name offensive coordinator who took Josh Allen to the playoffs, what to the to the divisional round. That's how far he got with Josh Allen. And Bienemy is an offensive coordinator who's been to multiple Super Bowls with Mahomes. So you're telling me because this guy took Josh Allen to one division divisional round that he is more appealing than the same offensive coordinator who takes takes another good quarterback to multiple Super Bowls and multiple uh, AFC Championship games? It's just it's just it's crazy. Like when you just look when you just look at it. At what they're actually doing, you know? Yeah, it's very, yeah, yeah, it's insulting. So, you know, and basically it's like kind of daring you to do something. Right. You know? So, so I, I mean, I give, I mean, Flores, I give him credit. I think, yeah, I mean, I, you know, what, who knows if I, if I even could have done that. So I give him credit for uh, at least putting it out there. Uh, he, you know, obviously he, you know, he was he he had to be very very humiliated, feel very humiliated and, and upset to 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 take to take this step, but he did it, and I think you know history. I think will will uh, will be in his favor, but but I don't know about right now. And that's yeah, the thing too. Uh, Josina Anderson, a friend of the show, she she said something today uh, on uh, on TV about you know, the fact that everybody is saying that, that people keep going on TV saying that, oh, we know Flores is never going to get a job again and all that kind of stuff. She was like, that kind of perpetuates that, you know, that's going to perpetuate it to keep going, you know, th that, 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 that will actually happen because we keep, we, we're all resigned to it. Like, oh, right. the end, oh, we know he'll never get a job again. And we know he'll right. never get a job again. Well, right. now they, now they know, okay, we don't <laughs> have to give him a job again. Right. Everybody, everybody's everybody expecting us to do it anyway, right. you know? Right. So I think we, we should stop saying that. Like we need to, you know, he deserves, he still deserves a job. He should get a job, right? He yeah. should. You know, you know, in fact, if, if he was a white guy, a lot of people would interpret that as boldness. That's exactly what we need. You know, <laughs> we, need, we need somebody who's like, is bold. That's what this franchise needs. Right. You know, we'd be shaken up, right. you know, and, and which is true. You look at me, you know what? Anybody who's got that kind of guts right. to do that should be my head coach. Yes. And we know that the black players will rally around. All the players will rally around it because right. I mean, this guy takes on the entire league. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, it's just a complete joke. All right, Jamal. So listen, man. Uh, this is a great, made short and sweet. 
Uh, last thing, who do you think is going to win? Who do you have in the Super Bowl? Who have winning? I think uh, I think right now I'm leaning Rams. Joe Cool or or Pat Stats. <laughs> I think it's going to be Pat Statsford. I think Pat Statsford comes through. Uh, close game. I think the the uh, betting line right now is four and a half. Uh, the Rams are four and a half favorites. If I had to, I would pick the Bengals to keep it even closer than that. But I but I think the Rams will win. Yeah. Yeah, it, it'd be hard to see them. It's, everything is so perfectly set up for them. You know, they're at home. Uh, yeah. It's not going to be like the San Francisco deal where there are going to be more Bengals in the fan. In the fan. <laughs> right. I don't think that's going to happen. They have the better defense. Right. You know, you know Aaron Donald. Um. So yeah, I think I, I think you know unless they choke. I mean, I think you know, like you said, we all, the playoffs this this year have been you know everything's been close. So I expect I expect another close game down in the wire. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you know, we'll uh, be able to follow follow up in about nine days. Uh, we'll have more hype next week, and then finally we get to the game on Sunday. So uh, you know, enjoy the hype and. Uh, you know, we will check in, everybody. Uh, uh, where are you supposed to watch our, listen to our podcast? Yes. Uh, thanks for listening, of course. Keep listening wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, all those places. Uh, of course, keep following us or follow us and interact with us on social media, at BrosPod on Twitter, at BrosPod on Instagram, and Bill Roden on Sports on Facebook. All right, everybody, you heard it. Do it. Follow us. Yes. And, uh, you know, enjoy the run-up Super Bowl week. I know all y'all are going to be watching. Listen. <laughs> so don't even feel guilty about it. Just, you know, just, it's like, you know, you're addicted to it. So <laughs> It got us. You know, what, what the hell? But be careful. Still wear your mask, um, you know, and be safe and continue to pray. And we will see you uh next week. God bless. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.